yet another thrilling edition of the Black Anime Nerds Podcast. My name is uh, Max, a.k.a. 50 Cent. <laughs> We've got Aaron Coutte, a.k.a. Lloyd Banks. Hey, alright, I, I, I fuck with that. Uh, we've got Justin Harwell, a.k.a. Tony Yayo. Hey, okay, I'll take that. Gotta wave your hand in your face now. <laughs> we've got Xavier Arterberry, a.k.a. Young Buck. <laughs> expecting that. <laughs> I thought Don't you were going to be Young Buck because I'm from Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. This, pro- this podcast is brought to you by G-Unit. Welcome back, everybody. Um, this will be a kind of a little bit of an extended podcast. Um, uh, we couldn't give you an episode last week just due to um, scheduling things, but we'll be covering uh, episodes seven and eight of uh, Somali and the Force Spirit. Um, but before that, we'll just talk about um, kind of the recent uh, anime and manga news from this past week and uh, some pretty big news. Um, it was announced a couple months ago that Crunchyroll partnered with uh, Webtoon um, to produce uh, anime con- anime adaptations of Webtoon co- uh, content. And um, they kind of uh, rolled out the red carpet and uh, gave us some pretty big announcements. Um, probably the most intriguing of which um, was a uh, God of High School um, anime adaptation. Um, these are uh, two super popular webtoons that have uh, accumulated huge fan bases over the years. Um, uh, lots of people will be looking forward to these adaptations. Um, yeah, God of High School, Tower of God, and uh, Noblesse. Um, and, uh, from what we've gathered, um, God of High School will be, uh, produced by, uh, Studio Mappa, um, who is, uh, one of their recent projects that people might be familiar with is the, um, 2019 Dororo reboot. And I, be- I believe they're producing, uh, Joro Hidoro this year, uh, oh, if I remember. Also did, they also did Banana Fish. Yes. 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 Um, and and Tower of God will be produced by TMS Entertainment, um, who uh, produced Doctor Stone um, this past this past year, um, but it's also um, people might not know this. Um, they've They've produced a lot of uh, Western uh, animated content, like um, a lot of the uh, DC uh, Timverse shows that we grew, grew up with, like uh, Batman the Animated Series and uh, Superman the Animated Series, um, as well as a bunch of other stuff that uh, yeah. doesn't come to mind right now. So uh-huh. they're uh, a very experienced studio, and they do good work. Um yeah, let's just start with Aaron. I mean, what are your thoughts on this Webtoon uh, Crunchyroll partnership and the announcement of these uh, anime? I'm fucking amped. I never thought about it actually happening anytime soon. But the fact that it is, it got me really hyped. 
And I remember niggas used to go looking for, like, clips of that. Got a high school, like, little trailer thing for that phone game. Oh, yeah. Some shit about, like, oh, God, I forgot an anime coming out in, like, 2017. And now this shit is real. And I'm like, wow, this is really about to happen. And they chose some pretty good ones. Because God of High School was already hot before Webtoon was got even hotter as a concept. Tower of God is long-running and has a lot of material they can cover. And seen and animated, we're going to get to see the art be much better off at the start than it was in the actual series. And considering the way the, show, the, way the series is set up, it's going to be a bit with a lot of fans for like how they use different principles in terms of power in the series. Basically, we're going to have a lot of people interested in the show. And Noblesse being finished already and having the pretty standard like Shonen-style fighting is going to be very popular. And it's got a good mix of humor in there as well. So this will probably open the gates for more. And this will, yeah, so a lot of studios will probably be digging in more and more as they see Webtoon making a hit. So, who knows? Your favorite might be next. I might see Midnight Angels being animated if it gets more than 30 chapters. Yes, sir. Assassin Roommate, who knows? Okay. Poison Bastard. Alright. Yeah. It's cool. Like, we're like, we could be like witnessing uh, a watershed uh, moment of sorts um, if a couple of these uh, series hit like like we anticipate them uh, hitting. I mean, yeah, we'll probably see um, several uh, webtoon adaptations uh, greenlit in the next few years. Um, X, um, do you have any uh, thoughts on this uh, partnership? Uh, I'll look into it. I'm not, I don't know either any of the titles, but people keep, like, hyping it up and talking about it. So it kind of piques my curiosity. I'll check it out. And just I think you, I think you really like Tower of God. It looks well done. Like, yeah. I don't the, the artwork for it, it looks pretty standardish for an anime. So it is, I, I think I might like it. Got a high got a high school too, just because it's gonna be cool seeing the fluidity of it animated. Yeah, lots lots of stuff to look forward to. Um, I believe we have a um, April first uh, uh, premiere date for God of High I mean Tower of God. Um, for real though. No, no announcement date yet for God of High School. Um, we don't know if it'll be a summer anime or fall anime, um, um, but I'm sure we'll get, um, details on that, uh, pretty shortly. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, uh, did you have anything to add, Aaron? Uh, just that, that April 1st date almost sounds like somebody's fucking with us. <laughs> Man, that would be something that if they just made that, like, th- that would 
that joke would be like playing the long game for sure. Like making uh, a trailer and hiring like prominent <laughs> voice actors and actresses just for like a joke several months down the. I, I would laugh. I think a lot of people would be sad and probably cry, but I would laugh, I think. I mean, I, I think would, I would laugh because I'm not that invested, but yeah. I would, still, I, I would laugh with them and be like, oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> well, um, without further ado, we can jump into our uh, uh, AdMod uh, anime uh, review. Um Starting with episode seven of Somalia and the Force Spirit. Um, yeah, it's just basically, you know, this episode, um, in this episode, we bid farewell to Uzoi and Hoitaru as, um, our, uh, our duo, um, continued their search for humans. Um, uh, they head to the, uh, uh, the witch's, uh, village, like, if you will, um, and um wanted to uh uh look at like the library that they watch over and maybe find some information on uh on humans um uh guys uh, what were your thoughts on um on episode 7 of Somali we can uh, start with uh Justin um so <laughs> well y'all knew that I was like kind of like falling out of it with this show but now seven and eight, I'm kind of back in it. I'm liking how they went and we're seeing the witches called witches village. That shit's dope to me. Like the the environment, the witches themselves, the characters. I'm really liking it. So I'm back in it. Um, come back to me. I got something else to say. Come back to me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, X, uh, what were your thoughts on episode seven? Um. So I actually like episode seven a little bit more than the usual ones because stuff actually happened. Mm-hmm. We finally left behind. <laughs> I left behind the, the dude and the bird chick. I didn't like them at all. <laughs> um, I actually enjoyed the witches. Yeah, their first appearance, like me and Shino were talking, and we were like wondering like why they weren't human. So we just figured out like witches aren't. Are basically their own race. Like anyone could be a witch, or whatever, because they're very varied. So I like. I actually enjoyed that. That because we know witches as like humans, the yeah. usually, but they are varied this time around, which makes sense because that would be like an entire plot. Like why, <laughs> why, if these humans are witches, then why were they <laughs> where did everyone else go? But. Right. I do like that they are like the information center mm-hmm. of the world. That's pretty. That's a pretty cool, interesting uh, change yeah. for once. Made the world. It made like gave up. It gave. It opened up the doors a little bit more for like the roles of races now. And I liked it. The environment was was different. Finally, look, mm-hmm. land and repetitive. Looked, looked unique to itself. That's pretty much it for episode seven. Cool. Um, uh, Aaron, what were your thoughts? My thoughts? 
like I said, I was pretty cool seeing how, you know, they're basically like the information center of this, what we've seen world. That and seeing how the witches are seen as different was nice to look, find out. And I enjoyed that as well as, you know, stuff actually happening, us getting a bit more information laid out about the world. I also like the strangeness of their civilization compared to others, like the birds, compared to the birds. They seem pretty ordered. Yeah. Like, there was a human-type sense to it. Which was funny. And then... It kind of reinforced my feel like, how the fuck are these not recognizing humans until we saw how they they were? And I was like, oh, okay. Which is like at a wide range. So, yeah, those are my thoughts. So do you think that anybody can become a witch here? It seems um, like it. I see, I guess my interpretation is like, like, we know this is an information hub, so, um, I mean, that's the village of the witches, but not everyone in the village is, like, a witch. Yeah, I saw different species um, stuff. Because it seemed like, I mean, my interpretation was, like, all of the um, women with the, uh, like, paler skin, um, those were actually the people from, like, the witches' clan. Mm-hmm. Um which makes me wonder, I mean, we didn't see any, uh, like, warlocks walking around. No. So I kind of wondered how um, they come to be. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, like, they're all very, they're very, like, humanoid looking. Yeah. Yeah. Like an Amazon type situation. Right. Yeah, that's pr- yeah, that's what which, I was. Which thinking. one are we talking? The one where they throw the babies, the male babies, in the water, or <laughs> probably? I don't know. Like, they, like there are like a race of just pure women. It's just it's like a rare. It's not rare. It's a common thing. Yeah. When you sort of this Wonder Woman want to go out and talk in some club, but. The Wonder Woman one is, they're all the island of a mortal woman. So, childbirth ain't really a thing there. They have, like, making more of their clan. Yeah, like clay. Clay kids. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I mean, I guess we can, uh, it's a, I have a thought that um, I'll kind of continue when we get to episode eight stuff. On that. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I mean, I guess, um, you know, they look, they're looking for information. Um, uh, they're told about a book. Um, we, we, we meet two of like the main uh, uh, side characters um, from uh, th- these episodes, uh, Praline and uh, Hazel. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, uh, tell us about a book um, that kind of chronicles like a tale of humans. Um, and they find it, but um, those like uh, magic, like fish things. Um, the book um, eaters. The book eaters. Yeah. They, 
they uh, they like ate the book, and um, one went after uh, Somali, and uh, Golem uh, protected her. And this is the first time we saw um, like the true offensive capabilities of a of a Golem. Um, what did you guys think of that? Um, we can we can start with Aaron. I thought that was really cool to witness, and then finding out exactly more about how the war shit went down, he was kind of fucked up. Yeah, we really seemed like assholes. Yeah, based based off that, I'm just kind of like shook at how it works. Yeah, and hopefully we learn more uh, about that going forward. We're still, like, pretty in the dark. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, Justin, what did you think of uh, um, seeing uh, Golem use some uh, offense? That's what I was looking for this whole scene. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm like, okay, I know he can fight somehow, somewhere. <laughs> I just need to see it, you know, see the capabilities that he has. And that dude has like crazy ass. That looks like that's defense and offense. Like if somebody's attacking him from the back, he can just whip that shit out. Those wings were crazy. <laughs> you know that nigga caught bodies. Hell yeah, yes. He just killed a whole bunch <laughs> of people, bro. You know it. If he had to, he had to though. He had to. He, he he don't do that. He's not, he's not part of that life no more. Yeah, he don't he do that. He a parent. He a parent now. <laughs> Shit, those things were like, I don't know. I don't know if we want to call those like stone, titanium. That shit was crazy. It was crazy. Some high-tech shit. For Hell yeah. yeah. I know he got some kind of like energy beam too. He just hasn't shown it yet. <laughs> this nigga got a proton cannon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Solar, solar beam. Solar beam and shit. He might. <laughs> yeah, that was dope. I like this. uh yeah, we saw that, but it was kind of weird just seeing, you know, we were in a whole library. Everything was cool until we got the book that we wanted, and now we got some book eaters. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should have seen it, like, way before Somali found that book, but, hey, I like this episode, so not complaining. <laughs> yeah, uh, X, what, what did you think of uh... – uh, the Golem's uh, attacks. Yeah, that whole that whole sequence had me hyped. I'm not gonna lie, because I was just wondering like what's gonna happen. Um, well, first of all, the book eaters. I think that was too coincidental. Mm-hmm. There's a conspiracy behind that, because they just happened to show up <laughs> land the book. That was needed. With the information that that they needed to read, and just pop up ebook stuff, and there's like one giant big one. So I'm like, okay, that's gonna iffy off the bat. But when Golem like just brought out those wings and stuff, like I'm not gonna lie, when I first like saw it happen, I just like just my jaw just dropped, and I was just like all the way hyped up. Mm-hmm. Like, right, that entire thing was like my favorite scene of anything. So far, out of everything I watched, like everything I watched so far, that was the best scene, and that got me actually emotionally invested. Like, just got me just 
pumped up because I was like, I wasn't expecting that at all. Um, and I think from here on out, we're gonna see what, more of what he can do mm-hmm. to an extent because now we know that golems have a way of protecting themselves in right. any situation, so they're not just like some peaceful giants that can just communicate with animals or whatever. So yeah, that moment in general got me hyped. I think the fish thing is a conspiracy. <laughs> I think someone like use that as a trap in case someone got interested in it, interested, um, in reading it. Mm. And after that, yeah, good scene. Just setting up for like whatever the finale is. Um, yeah, me hyped. Awesome. Yeah, I mean. And, you know, that's pretty much the end of episode eight. We get, I mean, seven, we get like a heartfelt moment. Uh, uh, Somali being, uh, feeling bad for, um, uh, getting Golem hurt, um, uh, but him comfort, comforting her. Um, that was kind of a cool heartfelt moment. Um, and, um, yeah, from there, it pretty much kicks up with episode eight. Um, uh, Praline, uh, uh was nice enough to give uh give Golem her like secret book that has the layout of the entire uh facility. Um uh so they journey to find the last person um who had checked out the book to see if they had information on humans. Um and that person happens to be the kind of um the head librarian uh of the complex. Um, we find out kind of another cool lore thing, um, like the witch clan has like an average lifespan of about 150 years. Um, the head librarian had to live way, way, uh, longer than that. Um, considering the fact that she last checked out the book 304 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, they're looking for her and, uh, uh, an alarm is triggered. So the, um, the guards give, uh, give chase to them. Um, but the head librarian leads them right to her. Um, and, uh, she kind of grants them, uh, uh, their request. And it's kind of a, a cool plot twist that, um, you know, like she checked out the book, but she's actually the one who, uh, wrote it. Mm-hmm. Um, like the whole story is based on, uh, her ancestor and her, um, interaction, um, uh, her first time interaction with humans. Um, what did you guys kind of think of the episode? It was mostly a flashback, but a lot of cool, a lot of, uh, cool and interesting lore. Um, we can start with Justin. So we kind of found out what we all like thought that like humans are they ain't shit (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i mean i think that's what it's gonna come out come down to um i like the little backstory for the main witch uh yeah like it's just the humans are scared of anything that's not human so they're like they treat anything bad and i i like the fact that um she figured out that Somali wasn't like that. You know, Somali was concerned that she was like the humans in the book. And she's like, no, you you have a good heart and stuff like that. So 
it was cool. It was nice. Um, yeah, I'm 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 kind of back into this show from like these last two episodes. I like it. Yeah. You know. Hey, these niggas. Hey, these niggas throwing spells. Kill them. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, one other thing with the golem. <laughs> yeah. Golem started. He was like disgusting. You gotta go. I'm like, bitch, you ugly as hell too. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, he's, hey, he's a golem. He's a robot. You probably think a bitch I'm wrong. That shit had me dead. You know? I was like, ain't this called the kettle black? What the fuck? <laughs> well, like, I mean, it, it came off. It, it was pretty hilarious, but like, I was dying. Um, <laughs> but you know, she picked up on it too. I think that was his way of like protecting her. Mm. Um, cause they were, yeah, he's like, um, cause you know, he's basically the head of that village. Yeah. Um, and he's on the same page as her. Like he knew she wasn't human. Mm. Uh, and he's like, yeah, like you get a pass like this, this one like time because you save, but yeah, like that was his. Kind of, <laughs> His way of saving her, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was interesting that he, um, like he, the, that golem knew, um, kind of like the way they thought, but, and, and maybe it's because maybe they're trying to draw parallels with our golem. Mm-hmm. Um, cause he was like, yeah, golems can't feel emotions. And like he made the observation right away that they don't, um, that they don't uh, like anything that isn't human. Um, so he didn't even like try to change their their uh, views. Yeah, he just kind of went along with it, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of interesting comparing that. It was interesting comparing that to our golem, who seems to be changing by the day. Yeah, he's uh, one in a million. Yeah, for real. Unique uh, as hell. Yeah. Um, X, uh, wh- what did you think of the uh, eighth episode? Uh, actually, I I enjoyed it. Overall, overall, I did I did enjoy it a lot. The flashback was pretty pretty sweet. It's a nice little tender moment. We get to see like a parallel between the uh the head librarian and. The goal that she encountered. Although I did kind of, I did, oh, I, I did not like the, the humans. Like the more, it seems like the more we learn about humans, the, the more we learn about like they're just their hatred is just making them look like way too much of an asshole. Like just even like <laughs> even bring Somali to like we don't even want her to go to them. Nah, because they're gonna be fucking horrible. Yeah, they're probably gonna shit on gold. That's the weird thing, though, is because, like, okay, they were scared of, like, a two-headed dog that didn't do anything, mm-hmm. but they're okay with a golem that has, like, no human facial features, but... It's like, yes, because ah. they treated him like, basically a weapon. That's what I'm guessing, but you did have a point there with, like, them freaking the fuck out of the two-headed dog. Like, hey, chill. But they're letting... Golem with all the weapons and shit he got going. 
Yeah, so, like, I don't understand, like, what their, like, limit is. Like, what, <laughs> what scams them. Basically, the, the humans of the Somaliverse got the worst, worst fear of the unknown, I guess we get back. If it ain't human looking, if it ain't human looking, it needs to be a cooking. But that's what she was, was, she was, that's what was funny. Yeah, like what Justin said, I mean, like, the witches are probably the closest related thing to humans that we've seen so far. But let them bitches start throwing spells and then pop, pop, pop. Because <laughs> that's what even one of the ladies said. She was like, oh, my God, it's even worse that you even look like a human. Right. I'm like, uh, she just saved one of y'all's people. Like, <laughs> and like, fuck that. That's what really makes them look. That makes them look bad. It's like they had, they needed some help, and then they got some help from somebody. But then they're like, "Oh fuck you!" Still, right? Man, fuck these humans. Expected like a little peace offering with that village, and then right. they just went left. Yeah, right. They tried. Honestly, I didn't like, I didn't like the fact they tried to redeem the girl, the little girl that was like saying she hated monsters, and then. Right. She tried to flip and say, no, that's my friend. Like, no, you just, <laughs> I don't know. Why are you, li- why are you lying, bitch? You were, just, you were just chucking rocks a half a day ago. Yeah, shit. Might be the same day. <laughs> yeah, same day. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I don't know. It just, it's really, when she said that monsters and humans can't be friends, but she just flipped on her. I don't know. It, just, it didn't feel organic. Yeah. Well, but um, I did like the moment where the head librarian asked if somebody was scared of her, and then she said, "Of course not." I'm like, "Oh, that's nice." Yeah. It was a nice Somali moment and like a good um reassurance to the librarian that not that all humans are the same. Mhm. Right. Yeah, I mean, and we saw in this episode that like for who knows how long the, the head librarian has been kind of racked with with guilt over uh, what has happened to the human. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's interesting now. We've seen, um, like this episode, we saw how terrible humans treated, um, um, like, non-humans, basically. And then, you know, a couple episodes ago, we saw what... Um, like, uh, demi-humans and beasts were doing the humans. Um, and it's crazy how, um, allegedly, like, that all kind of stemmed from, um, people, like, reading that book. <laughs> what kind of shit was they writing in that <laughs> Yeah, like, well, it, it sounded like it was just, um, her, like, biography, almost. Or, like, um, and I guess the beasts like took it as like, wow, like, like, look how they like treat us. Like they really ain't shit. Let's eat them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. These humans ain't shit. Get them. They took them out. It seems like in this world, people like, <laughs> people like, uh, or, like, the creatures mostly just jump to, like, the extremes, like, immediately. Yeah. Like. I guess we could say humans bred. 
these creatures' natures with the way they attack them. Yeah. Like, they engendered their reactions. Well, it's interesting to kind of compare the story in this book to what, uh, like, the story we learned in, like, the first or second episode. Um, as far as, like, how this, like, prejudice started. Based on the information we have, it seems like, you know, like, I mean, kind of like in real life, I mean, like, your, like, race doesn't automatically, like, determine how good or bad you are, you know? Like, there's terrible people on, or things on, like, all fronts, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's good people on yeah. all fronts. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's almost like a, like a more intense version of, uh, the Dr. Seuss book Sneetches. Right. Um, we, we need to see some Sneetches in the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess, um, unless any of you guys have any more uh, thoughts, um, you'd like to add from episode eight, um, maybe what are some things um you're hoping to see in uh, episode nine. Um, what do you think, Justin? Did they show what's or uh, did they show a preview? They did. Okay. Are they moving on? It look it looks like it. Damn, you know I never I never watched the previews. So what I was thinking, I was hoping we would see more witches and we would see somebody just give them like you know some. <sighs> some kind of tools, some kind of spells to maybe, like, bring Gollum, like, you know, a little bit more time. I don't know. You know, they say he has, he has less than a year now, 304 days or something like that. I think it's down to, like, 100 and something now. Damn! Yeah, right? He's he not even at double digits anymore. Oh, boy. I mean, my man's not even triple digits anymore. He had double digits. Oh, we got to hurry. We got nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, technically we got four episodes left. Damn. Molly gonna be like, I need to go potty, and he's gonna be like, get a bottle. Some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I don't have anything. I don't have anything right now. My man. Um, Hundred days and counting. Oh shit. Oh. Oh, yeah, I've got something to add. I mean, it's probably pretty obvious to all four of us, but, man, uh, Hazel is thick as hell. She was thick as fuck! She was, like, thicker than a stack of, like, overdue blockbuster tapes, man. Bruh, I was... <laughs> I mean, I mean, she can put a spell on me anytime. I mean, by your old <laughs> I'm talking surprisingly. Uh, thicker than train smoke. Right. Surprisingly thick. I didn't expect that for this art style. I was like, <laughs> right? I was like, like, no, there hasn't been like a hint, like a molecule of any sort of like fan service. Hell yeah. They probably saved it up like incrementally, like all the way up through episode seven. Maybe it's it, just a magic it, thing. No, it did throw me off because I was. That's all I was. Every time I seen her on screen, I was just looking. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> <she's> stacked. <laughs> what the fuck is that big? 
Right? Because they I was like, to show it. So that's why I was just like, why they draw them that big? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm surprised she doesn't get more visitors off her hip. Y'all, y'all, she, she was stacked like Tupac vocals. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> like Kendrick vocals. Shit. Late. I'm I'm glad I'm glad we're all on the same page. Um, well, I guess I guess move, moving on from uh, that. Um, uh, unless you guys have anything else to add, we can kind of just move into our uh, recommendation section. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Aaron, what do you have uh, to recommend this week? Uh, so there's a comic book called Tartarus which has a black author by the name of Johnny Christmas. I don't know if that's his pen name or not, but him and his artists are Jack P. Cole. And Tartarus is about a sci-fi, it's a sci-fi series about a girl who's the daughter of, like, one of the worst warlords in history. And as she's trying to work in this new regime, she finds this out by accident, and they try to take her out, and then once that happens, the remnants of her mother's old, like, army show up, and she has to choose between needing to defend the people who were just going to kill her, or reclaiming the throne that was her mother's. And while that sounds pretty simple, I like the art style more so, because it has a lot of black and brown people being drawn, which is cool to see. Like, I'll share an example. So, that's one book I like to see more of, and thankfully it comes out pretty steadily. I definitely gonna get a new issue soon. That's what's up. Yeah. You heard him. Check it out. Um. Yeah, uh, Justin, what, what what do you have to recommend to the group? Um, I recommended this like a couple weeks ago, but Got Our Zero. Um, it's on Funimation. It's pretty good. Um. Lately, we've been having, like, a lot of people in bands just ask for, like, more, you know, adult-oriented anime with, like, you know, just more actual goriness and stuff like that. Not, not, actually, it does have titties in it. So it I'm, kid, I'm kidding. No, I'm for kidding. real, it does have titties in it. But it's a, okay. it's like a real, it's like, it reminds you, like, the old-school 90s, uh, early 2000s, like, TVMA um, shows. So, God of Zero is about uh, a demon police squad, and it, it centers around two girls that are, like, uh, the main uh, demon vanquishers, and it's it's a dope show. It's, like, 12 episodes, something that you could binge in a day. Um, I'll, put it in the, I'll put it in the group. So, that's it. Word. Subscribe to Funimation. Yes. I'm really liking Funimation, Max. <laughs> and I'm watching like I'm watching like dub shows on there, you know. I really don't I don't care about sub versus dub, but like, you know, watching something dub does help you out if you don't really want to like look at the screen all the time, you know. You better share Brazilian shows. You can you got to pick a side. No, I can't pick a side. Well, if you I'm picking a side, I'm picking sub, sub but <laughs> are you are you Switzerland? That made me. That made me play Frank, Spider Verse. Elevate. <laughs> um. 
X, uh, what's what's your recommendation this week? I don't think I have any. I didn't watch anything new, per se. Oh, mine's old, too. You can put something old if you have anything. It's the same stuff I've been recommending, like, for the past. Keep like, pushing stuff. that shit, then. Repeat it. Beat it into their skull. Yeah? Zoken. How are you? How are you liking uh, Jujutsu Kaisen so far? Yeah, I haven't gone that far. It's only what nineteen chapters? Because I've been okay. So it's a fun read. It's definitely different. I'm curious to see how they're gonna animate it. Just because I'm not gonna say it's like completely like changing a formula, but it's definitely a different. In my opinion, a different style for a demon type show, um, shonen. Like, would you say quirky or a dark comedy? But it's not like cheesy. Like, right. I, I could just tell you straight up, like, hey, there's this demon. Like, I like I like the premise a lot. Not, not really a spoiler, but it's got weight to it, basically. Yeah, is uh, Itadori is his name, and pretty much he is collecting these fingers of a demon and has to consume them in order to, I guess, eliminate eliminate him. Like he's basically getting them so so in or so and has to die because that's how they're gonna that's how they gotta do it. But that's the premise. But the way that the story is going is completely different. Uh, the characters are fun. My favorite one so far has to be Gojo. He's basically Kakashi, but with yeah. ridiculous OP powers. Like, if we actually did a death battle, I'm pretty sure you would say Gojo went after you read his skills. Like, you would not pick Kakashi in any sense. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Please don't do it together because I like Kakashi, so I don't even want to. I don't even want to do that shit. Please don't. Yeah. But like, just his power just just shown like super. It's just no way he's topping. No one is dubbing him right now, like the current show. But he's he's a cool character overall. Ah. Huh. Yeah. But thank you. Yeah. My better judgment. I also jumped back into Hunter Hunter. <laughs> look man look man we all we all got our quirks I guess you could say <laughs> we, we're not go, we're not gonna judge you for it I mean I jumped I I willingly jumped back into it just because I didn't finish it and I'm like oh want to finish just like, it's like I, I say I did it yeah but I can say that I can see why people like it I wouldn't say it's Honestly, it just feels like a shonen right. that doesn't really rely on, like, uh, powers all the time. But I can say that I do enjoy Bisky a lot. She's really... Uh, <laughs> why do you say she laugh like that? I, I, no, I was just saying, she's, she's a fun character. She's a fun character. Just so I, was really, like, I was like, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Wait, I might just stay for Bisky because she's the, the only entertaining character right now. Honestly, I was taken off guard by the way the Zoldick family was. Like, with Killer with his dad being so chill. 
Because he does not look like that kind of character. So I was like, I don't want to be an assassin to dance with one. I understand. We're all growing. You're a young man. Go live your life. <laughs> I, did, I, I was like, nigga, what? I didn't expect that shit. Yeah, but it's yeah. still like, so far, I, I think I just finished Great Island. But so oh. far, I think York New is the superior arc so far. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I fucked with you for that. York, York New is great. Rest in peace, Uvo. Uvo. He, he fucked with the wrong... He really chose the wrong one that day. <laughs> it's it's alright. He's, he's just taking a nap. Long, a long-ass nap. A long Who's nap. next? <laughs> oh, man. When he um, real goes real fucking wrong. <laughs> um... I guess my recommendation, um, uh, I guess I'll just stump for, um, uh, Isekai Quartet really quick. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Saga of Tanya the Evil, uh, Konosuba, ReZero, and Overlord, um, on their own, they're super huge, uh, like popular series in their own right, um, you know, um, but, uh, like, Kona's, I mean, uh, Isekai Quartet is like a crossover series that, um, uh, pulls all four of those series together. Um, and you can tell that, uh, like, the people who put the show together, like, love, love these shows. Um, like, these characters bounce off each other so well. Um, and it's cool just to see all the characters, um, um, uh, interact with each other. Um, like, you know, I'm sure pe- people have always kind of wanted, wondered, like, what it would be like for, like, uh, Kazuma from, uh, Konosuba and Subaru from ReZero. Uh, what it would be like, uh, to hear them, uh, like, talk with each other and, like, what they would talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing, like, a, <laughs> a guy, like, as, uh, ominous and imposing as like Ains, like talking with someone, uh, someone like Amelia. Um, just so many fun character interactions. Um, you can tell the, the, uh, the voice actors, uh, like to watch too. Um, there's so many little Easter eggs that, um, show up where if you like, uh, watch the series, you'll pick up on them. Um, if you're a fan of any of those four series, like, I highly recommend giving Isekai Quartet a watch. I mean, the episodes are only, like, 10 to 12 minutes long. They're not very long. Um, the episodes are super fun. Um, so many characters get involved. Nobody gets... <laughs> it's like a, the Emmy, it's like the Emmy of family. Yeah, yeah, it's a, just a fun, like, what-if crossover, and, you know, like, whenever stuff like this happens, people worry about, like, power scaling and things like that, but um, they do a good job of um, showcasing how, like, everyone's, like, abilities across, like, the four series, like, 
how they would realistically um, interact with each other. Um, so that it doesn't seem too out of place. Like everything uh, is distributed pretty evenly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's what I would recommend. Uh, um, give Isekai Quartet um, a try someday when you're looking to try something new. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, you know, that concludes most of our uh, uh, content from the podcast. Um, do you guys have anything you'd like to add before we uh, wrap things up here? Uh, what I want to add? Uh, they're going to hurry the fuck up with this next boxing season. <laughs> like, like, I mean, for real, because this is... I'm not even kidding, but this is like the part in the whole manga of New Grappler Baki. And then we see an animated, we see Baki stepping into that monster circle with Yujiro. And I want to see that animated. Ooh, hopefully this animated will. Yeah, because there's some cool ass fights. And people love Yujiro talking shit, so we get a lot of that too. Basically, imagine like Bloodsport or any 80s martial arts film, and that's what you're going to see. That's dope. In anime form. So, yeah, it's really dope. So, I want to see that happen. Because this part and like the beginning of, of Son of Ogre are some of my favorite stuff in the whole Baki series. So, if this does well, I want to see them show Baki going to prison. <laughs> to, fight a nigga, to fight a nigga in America. And connect to Georgia Bush. Like, out of context. Man, I can't wait to see this dude go to prison. <laughs> this man kidnaps George Bush on his summer vacation just so he can get sent to prison. Damn. Like, literally, there's a a teenage Japanese boy has just kidnapped the president, and you see Baki just smiling. He's got George Bush over his shoulders, jumping off. I'm like, see, shit like that is what keeps me in the series. Weird shit. And seeing like uh, other countries use like America and like you see like the stereotypes and stuff that they have for Americans and Americans. Yeah. It's, so funny. <laughs> it's always so fucking wild. And a Jackie Rose at a bush. He be he was treating that man like dog shit the whole manga. He Gerald rolls up into his limo, makes him drive him around. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the back seat. Puts his feet up and shit. So disrespectful. Okay. okay. Then the shit he did to Hillary and Trump. Wow, oh. boy. <laughs> yeah. Damn. My, yeah. Or King of Dasher when they have Obama show up. What? Yeah. Well, it's not Obama. It's Reasonable facsimile, Obama. That's crazy. Yeah, so I'm trying to remember because they got a lot of American companies. They got a lot of companies in there that are in America, too. Hmm. Like Nintendo is. is. I just, I just got to say, uh, go see Heroes Rising if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it's Mo, it's Mobaba. That's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> And then Putin, Putin is petting. Petting. 
president-elect Frump. Hmm? He is Frumpy. I just love it when they show Americans. Because it, it was always wild as shit. Yeah. Especially, um, sport, especially sports series. Oh, like Ar- Arnold uh, Omaha? Yeah. <laughs> or Karoka when they play those street ball niggas. That was straight up fucking and one series. <laughs> they didn't have to do them college kids like that. Hell yeah. A hundred to zero. They got their ass beat. On national TV. Can't show their faces on the court anymore. Random niggas off the court in their own country. That's what's up. <laughs> that's the, that's the uh, Team USA way. Right. I'm like, God damn. It was basically LeBron and Steve Dash versus the kids from Corona. Mm-hmm. Like, I swear, it was literally just those two niggas versus... It was two versus, versus five, basically. Um, I have one thing to add. Um, you know... Um, Todoroki is a great character. Um, he struggles with racism every once in a while, but we've got to do our best <laughs> to support him. <laughs> I, I already, I know okay, he's, calling, he's calling people dogs. Dog ass niggas. <laughs> he might as well. Look at it. Well, look at his upbringing. Not okay. What do you think? Not okay, but <laughs> but you know it, it, it's up to, it's up to us to. Uh, help him uh, unlearn those uh, those stereotypes, you know. This is why Deku is the number one hero. He treats everybody with respect. Yep. Yeah. Even. <laughs> He'll never call a dog. He'll never call and, you uh, a mayor a dog. Yeah. You know, like, um, <laughs> he, he's going to get there. He's going to get there. It'll just take some time. Well, yeah. Stop. I mean, that's... Endeavors was like, where'd you learn this language? I learned it from you. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's that's where it starts. At home. Yep. Pie twisted with his mom. Damn. Damn. <laughs> it's going to happen, y'all. It's going to be like 10 years in the future. Like That conversation's going to... It's gonna leak online somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit's gonna hit the fan. His PR team is gonna have to go into overdrive, damage control. Okay, he's gonna have to go. He's got to do the. He's got to do the social media apology. And he's got to hit up. Uh, probably do a press conference. With gang uh, with it. Yeah. Uh, make his way. Uh, do some talk shows. Things like that. Real table talk. Yep, and uh, hope, hope, and just hope he doesn't get canceled. Right. He wants to get at least be in the top five in terms of pro heroes. She, he might not. I don't know. Right. I know, man. Right. About to have gang orca blacklisted. Man. I mean, you can't just go around calling calling uh, 
people that D were. What's next? You gonna call Tokyo a black ass bird? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> call him a crow. A crow? You don't get to call him that shit. He's like, I'm a hawk, you asshole. Tokyo's <laughs> like, Tokyo's like, what? What's the difference? I'm yeah. like, oh lord. <laughs> he's gonna say that. He's gonna be like, oh. Then he's gonna be like, oh my god, you can't just ask somebody why they're black. <laughs> everybody wants to, everybody wants to treat Bakugo as a problem child but little do they know yeah Bakugo isn't racist at all mm-hmm. he's, just he's a, a, he's a hothead he he's just a he's just a kid who's been you know he had his whole shit up here. he thought he was the hottest nigga on the block gets to school and there's niggas that were from better schools have more of an education, better than him. It's like in sports manga, when the main character is a superstar and he meets somebody who, you know, is much better than him. They get that moment of, damn, I'm not at the top. Yeah. No, that was, that was great. Like the, like first, uh, like arc of the series, basically, how like, like, no one in class A, like, cared about, like, how good he was or how well he could use his quirks. He's like, he's one of the niggas, he's one of the niggas who's like, I was my middle school MVP. Nigga, this is high school. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's like, I dropped 10 points in, in two games. Nigga, I dropped 20 in one. Get on my level. <laughs> Todoroki out here getting like, you know, Todoroki basically Steph Curry. Yeah. Got a, got a pro dad learning all the tricks from him whether he wants to or not. He's, he is the uh, homeschool kid. Right. And he got Deku leveling up quickly. They're never good. They're never quirk. But Max, I do like the point that you brought up that everybody expects these kids to be trained. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, er, like er, earlier I I made like a point about uh, My Hero Academia that uh, you know these guys are heroes in progress. Like, yeah, people want them to just be like out of the gate like uh, 100% proficient in their in their quirk and all their abilities exactly what like, like why can't Kaminari do more like why can't Momo do more Kaminari like, just got static. he just figured his shit out we've seen yeah. this with team heroes yeah look at well, like, young just you look at Young Justice. Right. I mean, these, all these, like, characters have, like, super OP quirks. So, I mean, like, I feel like it was kind of smart for Horikoshi to construct it like this for their first years. Um, yeah. So that their inexperience acts as, like, a power dam of sorts. Like, right. It wouldn't be... It wouldn't, be super interesting if Kaminari had 100% washing niggas and basically well, was big well, yeah, electro. 
Yeah, because in this universe, like, once he has 100% control, I mean, there's really not many uh, villains who could, like, stand toe-to-toe to him. Uh, and it's not just him. It's a, it's a lot of different... Uh, a lot of these kids. Like, Deku. Oh, oh yeah, I mean... Who's going to be a goddamn Superman with all these extra powers? Flight. Right. Whipping niggas. Super strength, super speed. I'll fuck around with vision powers. Yeah, and you're like, uh, you know, like once like Momo masters her creation quirk. I mean, I can't wait to see it. Ooh, I can't. Bro, wait. she's gonna, she's gonna be a one man army. Base. <laughs> yeah, like there's there's so many like characters like like U- Uraraka, like Endgame Uraraka is gonna be like super OP. She's dude. scary. Yep. Um, yeah, like, and, like, the whole class is basically like that. Yeah, and people seem to forget a lot of teen heroes take time. Spider-Man wasn't on his shit from the first time he came out. He got stronger as time went on. Even the X-Men. Cyclops wasn't throwing hands with everybody when he was 15. Hell no. He was a skinny-ass 15-year-old teenager. This is true. Who was had to go up against? Who had to go up against a grown ass terrorist with magnet, magnetism powers? What the right. fuck's the right cross gonna do to Magneto? <laughs> <laughs> well, and just the fact—I mean, the fact that um, these kids are like even like holding their own against like like uh, career villains, villains from like the League of Villains. Um, like that shows, like even even as inexperienced as they are, like how vast their potential is. The next generation is basically ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, a few of them. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Fox go alone. He got some sick reflexes. Hell yeah. Like, I mean, you know how you know how uh, I and that when I think of like someone like. Coda, who is the character with Anna voice. Yeah. Like, like his his power dam is just the fact that he's so timid and isn't very like assertive because right. honestly, like there aren't very many uh characters who can mess up him once he like once he gets all the get, Yeah. When he's gonna like have full command of like uh like animals and insects and everything, like He's gonna be. He's basically the scariest Disney princess you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So basically, respect class one A, one B. You know, obviously, like we all want to see all the awesome stuff they can do, but it's just gonna take time. I mean, they're sixteen years old. Especially yeah. what kills me is these people don't seem to forget what it was like being a teenager. And then you got those superpowers into the mix. How are you going to be able to focus on a lot of that shit when you're going through puberty? True. And you I can mean, barely control You can barely can, control that shit. We can blame, we can blame other shonen type shows though, you know, because there are 16 year olds yeah. that are right. in the world. I mean, 
They, right. They, they True. But even, but even, time. even Joe throws big ass in trouble. Yeah. He's like 17. Well, and you have to kind of take it like, at like a case by case, like, yeah, you do. You are. Like, in, yeah. in this world, like, like, you know, it's just like any other job or anything like that. Like, um, you have to start somewhere and, and build your way up. Yeah. You know, like you say, like a lot of, there's a lot of shows right. where like the cast is just super like powerful from, from the jump. Uh-huh. But we also but, had a whole feel- movie about this too with Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Miles basically had to go through all of that just to, you know, get himself under control. And so, Instead of them getting two hour character arcs, they gotta get a whole season because they, right. got, more, they got stuff to do. Well, and I feel like that's the most realistic, like, approach, too. You're right. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, as much shit as these guys have been through, um, this is, like, a slight spoiler, I guess, but they're not even done with their, uh, first year yet like their first year currently in the manga is is almost about to be over right this is all one year this is all one year which is crazy i think that's 260, long. 262 chapters man yeah. i must be fucking tired <laughs> oh man you can see it in his eyes every day he's looking at the calendar like it's still the same year <laughs> I remember, like, somebody who uh, was talking about that. Like, they're not even strong, and then you have to remind them. I think you did in the group. You have to remind them that they're still in the first year. And I was like, oh, shit. Damn, they are. We're like, we're four years in, anime only, but we're four years in, but they're still in the first year. So you got to take account. If they go in projection or if they go on this hard first year, they're going to be fucking monsters and seniors. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to be like, Mario who? I mean, honestly. It'll be interesting what they decide to do after the current arc is done. Like, it'll pretty much tell us how long the series is going to be. If if we go into year two, we can expect almost as long of time to pass. Um, But if we do, like, a time skip where... um, uh, we go like straight to like year three, and then we kind of see all the progress that that they made in a year. Um, yeah, that would be pretty interesting. And then you know, like uh, each character would have a pretty big boost in their. You see that Yeah. Might be uh, <laughs> if you go by uh, Horikoshi's love of Star Wars and. <laughs> That that would mean his dad probably all for one. That's the business trip he's been on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> search on this version of I'm going to the store for milk. Search search your feelings. You know it to be true. Or not his dad shows like damn. The line at the milk store is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny, because we know his dad, we actually know his dad's name. Or Koshi told us his name. Um, right. 
during like an interview. It's like Hisashi, Hisashi Midoriya, right. which kind of weird. Like we haven't seen Deku's parents or Hinata's from Haikyuu. Yeah, like his his name like roughly translates to it's been it's been a while since I've seen you last. <laughs> oh damn! So like Horikoshi's like aware of the whole like shonen dad like like is out of the picture trope and kind of right. just makes fun of it. Um, he said we will see his dad at some point. Okay. Whether that means right. his dad is all for one is another story. Probably not. I kind of hope not, but. Nah. You know. All for one just gonna be some bum ass niggas. Who we never know. Who we never gonna know he's about to have Yeah. All for one is all my uncle. Nah. <laughs> that would be, that would be something. You'd be like, yo. But I think if anything, yeah, people forget that these are teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Kids in their first, and like, so that, and even if their first year, so Deku is 15. Well, and that's, that's, well, and the thing with Deku, too, that people don't think about is he's had this work for like a year. Yeah, a year, whereas everybody else has had it for 16 years. years? Or, I guess, I guess, like, since they were, like, four or five, I guess. Yeah, so, over, (laughs) they got over a decade of experience, and people are like, wow, he's just now figuring out how to use shit? You try being 10 years behind the curve, nigga. Or, and you know, (laughs) like, I get the whole, like, like, remembered to use his legs joke, because it is kind of funny. It's yeah. funny, but like, yeah. The other thing people don't think about is that he's been staring at All Might, like, right. his whole life. Who, who doesn't? Who doesn't use his legs? Um, that's another um, kind of uh, homage to Superman. Like, Superman rarely ever uses his legs. I don't think I've. I don't think I've seen him use them. I'm sure he has, but Super- Superman. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like a lot of superheroes, he just he kick people, but not like jumping martial arts kick type shit. Yeah, that's not a main part of his. Life. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like he's he, he just like it's all part of his growth from just being uh, All Might 2.0 into becoming his own hero. Right. He's varying himself. Yeah, I like. Like instead of being like a, instead of he started out being like, what would all might do and like things like that. Like more and more, he's starting to think for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's kind of like Tim Drake in that regard. Tim wanted to be his own hero, and somebody was like, "Watch well, me, Batman." Tim was like, "Nigga, what? <laughs> Have you seen this motherfucker?" <laughs> But, yeah, they both became heroes in their own right, but I'm hoping Deku sticks with Deku as his name. Because I can't take Tim Drake seriously anymore. Because he wants to go by Drake. <laughs> Drizzy. Right? 
and I'm expecting the Superboy to come back and be like, Drake? Because <laughs> other team members have already wrote something about it. Like, they met a new team member, Naomi, and she was like, he was like, I'm Drake. And she's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, I used to be Red Robin. And then Post is like, yo. He's like, he's like, nobody got that? Okay. But, yeah, just just call the boy Robin. You can have two Robins. I think that about does it for this week's episode of the podcast. Um, Once again, my name is Max, a.k.a. 50 Cent. I was joined by Aaron Coutte, a.k.a. Lloyd Banks, Justin Harwell, a.k.a. Tony Yayo, and Xavier Arterberry, a.k.a. Young Buck. We're the G-Unit, and we're signing off. Later.